Outside the small town of Port Staples, in the Hook Bar Ranger Station, we find Ernest Marsh and Alistair Stern. You are inside Chief Ranger Lester's office. You've just opened the door and shone a flashlight into the dark to reveal a strange figure approaching. It is the strange mangled body of Chief Ranger Lester with dripping ichor coming from his mouth, his nose, his ears, his eyes as he steps into your torchlight. Ernest kind of holds both his palms out. Like, uh, okay. Uh, Lester, are you all right? What's... He kind of whispers to Alistair. He's got the same stuff as the deer. This is not good. Well, I mean, he doesn't look great, but he's kind of just standing there. No, this is... This is really bad. Well, let's not jump to conclusions. How about, like... Chief Ranger Lester? Lester? It's... It's me, Alistair, and this is Ernest. He's trying to communicate. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets you! (laughs) Uh, he moves forwards again, a jerking, shuddering step, and his mouth opens. Uh, it seems almost like the jaw is no longer quite connected because his mouth opens wider than it should, and there is a horrible gurgling rattle that seems to shake his rib cage. That was him trying to communicate. He's talking. Lester, can you hear us? What's what's happened? What's Did you get attacked? You can see that his head is sort of moving. It bobs and weaves just slightly. It seems to be following more your torchlight than responding to your words. Ernest kind of half turns his head to Alistair. I think he may... Well, this may be his... Maybe he lost some type of physical control and so with his shotgun or whatever did this damage to the the place like look at the way he's moving he's whatever this is is affecting like his spine or something all right can i get uh Ernest especially but alistair too to roll for me yep nine alistair gets a five all right uh Lester also got a nine. So as he lunges forwards for you, Ernest, uh, because you can react at the same time, you can choose what you want to do. Spray him. Uh, uh, Alistair, on the other hand, as Ernest kind of jumps in reaction, you kind of get shoved back a little further into the room itself. Okay. Uh, You are right by the door. Ernest is a little bit outside of the door. Ernest raises his left arm up, like, over to the side of his head to, like catch the hit and in the process he's going to get jammed to the side of the uh, the door frame it's like Lester and he's going to raise his bear spray he's like we can talk about this later and he's going to spray him <laughs> with the bear spray yeah let's have you roll for the quality of your Amazon what is this bear, bear spray, spray Chester another nine all right, it's some good stuff. It's pretty good. It's probably some some repackaged pepper spray, maybe maybe like bootleg self defense school stuff. Um, you see it 
spray right into his face. You see it uh, mix and congeal with the ichor all over his skin. You see it bubble, and he takes no notice whatsoever. Okay, Alistair's going to grab the back of your jacket and pull you backwards into the room with him and then attempt to shut the door. So I'll right. roll for that. Yep. Oh, that's a five, so... I guess I pull him in, but I don't get the door closed. You uh, pull him in, and as you begin to pull the door, Lester's hand snaps around uh, the side of the door to hold it where it is. Uh, and I'd say we're at about Ernest's action again. The door, Ernest! As you see Alistair, like, struggling to push it closed. <laughs> Ernest, like, rounds to the side of the door and, like, puts his hand on the side of it, but standing in the gap, like, in front of Lester, as, like, ah... Uh, 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 good to meet you. And is going I think we're to a bit beyond that. Try and like kick him back from the door because he doesn't want to close it and like break his fingers. Yeah. All right, roll for me. Fair. This is a combat check. Seven. All right. Uh, seven is a mixed result, so I'll have him roll to see if he can move in time. An eleven. He um, pulls himself back to avoid your kick, but in doing so, he'll let go of the door. Okay, Ernest is then going to assist Alistair in closing the door. You slam the door. There is a lock as well. Okay, uh, Alistair locks it and then turns to look at the room. He's like, all right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Ernest reels back from the door. He's like, okay, let's call the police. Um, I was just assaulted uh, by my boss. Do you have your bag on you? Yeah, yeah, I've got my bag. Why? All that stuff on the wall, get it in your bag right now. Take as much of it as you can. I'm going to get the window open. And Alistair's going to walk and attempt to open the window. This <laughs> is just yep. standing there. like, Alistair, it's talking now! about a giant bat. Right. We should it, call the police. There's a bang on the door. Okay, I'll grab it. Alistair gets an 11. <laughs> All right, you basically, it's it's locked. Uh, you stick your pocket knife into the little thing. You jimmy it oh, and snap yeah. the, the old screw, screws out of the lock and you shove the window open. Nice. Ernest goes up and just grabs big armfuls of the paper off and just jams it into his right. bag. Roll for me for how much you get. A 10. All right, you get a good chunk of this. You get the map. You get a bunch of the different related articles. Um, it's hard to tell exactly what you were getting, but you get a big armful of it. He leaves there stuff is about more. the <laughs> There is <laughs> He yeah. intentionally leaves it. There's a bunch of stuff left on the wall. There's stuff all over the floor and all over the, um, the desk that is probably related, but you've you've stuffed a big armful into your bag as Alistair yells that the window is open. Uh, the door cracks again as it seems like the lock is beginning to break as something impacts it again from the other side. All right, that's enough. Time to go. Ernest just starts running backwards, like still facing towards the desk, just walking backwards and like reaches the edge of the, okay, the, careful. the window and just flops backwards out of it and crashes onto the deck beneath it. Never mind. Yeah, well, Ernest is already out. Alistair can roll. Okay. I got a six. So. All right, that's a mixed result. You you uh, competently uh, swing one leg through, roll through after, and you land directly on Ernest below because you forgot that he was there. <laughs> this, this is not the first time Alistair Stern's jumped out of a window, but it's the first time he's uh, encountered a friend on the way down. <laughs> it's the first time he's encountered a friend. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, so he lands on it. He's like, oh, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> and he's gonna stand up and like half picking himself up, half picking you up, like trying to run towards the car, basically. Right, you are at the back of the ranger station, so you're gonna need to start rounding the yep. corner.
Uh, hello, this is Bernie Todd, Officer Bernie Todd. Hi, Bernie. It's Alistair. Alistair Stern. Oh, slow down there. Um, you Sorry. Al- Alistair Stern. Um, yeah. Hi, Ali. That's uh, good to hear you. Hi, Bernie. Uh, h- how are you? I'm doing Never good. Mind. It's Doesn't a matter. quiet night. Uh, um, can you get up here to the ranger station? Alistair, it's breaking through the door! Uh, okay. Keep running! Ranger Station. Yeah, Ranger um, Station. Listen, Alistair, this wouldn't happen to be another one of those uh, delightful prank calls. Uh, no, I can promise you this is an emergency situation. Uh, just like the last one was an emergency no, situation. No, for real. Huh? Uh, I need you to get up here as quickly as possible, please. Look, the moral of the boy who cried wolf is really that the people should have come the second time. Bernie, this is this is I'm, an emergency situation. The I'm chief on my is, way. The chief has gone mad or something. Okay, well, I'm on my way. I'll grab Randy. Uh, we'll be there soon. Uh, oh, try great. to sit yep. tight. Okay, we'll do uh, our best. Maybe do some breathing exercises. You sound stressed. We'll meet you in the car park. Okay, that sounds good. See you soon. <laughs> what am I doing? I finished working like five minutes. All right? I'm not going nowhere. You round the corner back into the car park. Uh, the lights are still on in the uh, the car park and make a perception check for me. Alistair especially, but Ernest you can make one too. Alistair gets a three! Alright. Two! But uh, everything seems fine. You are rushing for the Great. car. Great. Um, I feel confident in this result, Aubrey. Alright, as you get to the car itself, uh, again, there is a crunch under your feet and it's only now that you realise, Alistair, that you're back window has been smashed in. Well, what? What? It's like, looks at you. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. I'm not saying to, it was he's you. He's going to throw his bag through the smashed window onto the back seat. <laughs> uh, make a quick roll for me to see if you can tell what is missing. Okay. What way is the glass broken? Is it broken in or is it broken out? It's broken out? in. Oh. oh. If it was broken out, that would be scary. That- <laughs> Demon car. Uh, that's a four. It's hard to tell. Um, your car is normally quite a mess. You have some work tools in here. You normally would have a breakdown kit, to change of clothes, all sorts of just... Your car has a heap of stuff in it. It's hard to tell, but stuff has definitely been moved around and there is glass all through the boot. Okay. Uh, okay, that's not good. Um, uh, okay, well, I told the police to meet us here, so... Ernest is rubbing his arm where he got hit quite vigorously. He's like, uh, how right? far out are they? Uh, hopefully only five minutes, but Port Staples. Port Staples, great. Port Staples. Wonderful. I'm Are getting okay? a good picture of Port Staples. Sorry, Are you okay? I'm, I'm getting upset again. I, I don't get this mad usually. It's just I was expecting to Ernest? have a day off. Are you okay? I, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I was expecting good. to have a day off. Today has not been a day off. I guess not. He's going to turn back to the station. All right. There is a moment of silence where there is only your breathing. And the rustle of wind through the trees. Okay. And then from behind you, between you and the road out, there is the same gurgling, shuddering cry. As you turn, you see uh, Chief Lester is standing in the parking lot with you. He can teleport. That's not good. (sighs) Okay, uh... He is advancing on you with slow but increasingly determined steps. Ernest turns to Alistair. Bear spray doesn't work. He's not a bear. It doesn't work. It's like Pokemon. It's a bear. It's useless. And he's going to chuck it. <laughs> okay, Alistair's going to look in his car for a weapon. All right. Um, you have your work tools. You are a, a handyman 
sort of security guard by trade. Um, so I have my toolbox. Yep, you have your toolbox, and that yeah. means you probably have you'd have a screwdriver, um, a hammer, a chisel. You'd have most Ooh. normal tools, a spanner. Okay. Uh, Alice is going to take the toolbox out, open it, get a chisel out, mm -hmm. put the chisel in his right hand, like backwards, like a dagger, with the toolbox in his left hand, and like step up to meet Ernest. All right, don't come any closer. Alistair, let's get in the car and drive away. Uh, yep, okay. Alistair's <laughs> gonna start opening the door of the car. All right, as you do so, Lester dashes forwards and he is very quick. It seems like whatever is animating him uh, is not good at slow movement, it's good at fast movement. Ah, good, he yes, fantastic. This is into, what I like. <laughs> uh, he, he got an eight, which is a success, Ooh. but it's not a great success. So he slams into the side of the car next to you. The entire car sways and moves about a centimetre on its tyres right next to Alistair. Um, he basically pins between you guys and the door. He is trying to prevent you from getting in. Great! Ernest freezes for a second, like making direct eye contact to him because... Go away! As going to hit him with the door that he has half over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep, roll for that. Eight. All right, you hit him. This is clonk. I don't want to hit my boss. Clonk. All right, Alistair's turn. Okay, uh, Alistair's going <laughs> to kind of look at his hand and see the very sharp chisel, and he's like, maybe not. And so he's going to... Mm, yeah, he's going to drop the chisel. because He's like, lethal stabbing weapon. It, like, this guy might not be dead. So he's going to drop that and with the just, like, bring the toolbox around, like, slam it into his chest to try and push him away. All right. Yeah, that's Nate. All right, you succeed hey! again. You slam hey! between, between the door and the toolbox. You, you hit him from one side, hit him from the other, and you knock him onto his back um, as he crashes to the ground and begins to... Uh, twist and writhe as he tries to roll to the side. Um, and because he's down, I'll give you another action each before he goes again. Okay, uh, Alistair's going to move towards him and is bringing the toolbox up over his head as though he's gonna hit it down. Alistair, like, throws his hands out. He's like, no, no, don't, don't. He's... Al Alistair, he's still a person. He's still my boss. J just, like, uh, stop him from moving. But, like, it doesn't work like it does in the movies. You don't knock someone out, you cause brain damage. Alistair, who was clearly aiming for his head, <laughs> stops, thinks for a second, and is going to bring the toolbox down over his knee. Over, like, yeah, like the front right. of Lester's knee. <sighs> oh, I rolled a natural 12. Oh, that's not right. good. There is a sickening uh, crack, crunch, <laughs> squelch. As you bring, bring the heavy metal toolbox full of tools down on Lester's knee as he is trying to scrabble, um, you hear this another gurgled cry as it sort of jolts and limps, uh, its leg twisted badly um, as it rolls onto its stomach trying to, to move. Uh, sorry, Chief. Ernest <sighs> is going to look into the back <sighs> of Alistair's car and see a small little, like, it's like half a foot tall fire extinguisher. <laughs> and is going to grab it and is like, ah, ah, ah. And it's just kind of like 
point it and spray it at <laughs> Chief, spraying like the white foam all over him. It's like, calm down, nice. calm down, right. calm down. Uh, roll for me more for the effectiveness <laughs> of it than for the uh, the ability to do it. Uh, five. All right, it, it, he doesn't seem to like it. It's not really doing anything to him, but he's also trying to kind of crawl away from you as you do so. Um, both of you make a perception check for me. Five. Alistair's a little bit shaken by... Uh, this is the first time he's ever broken someone's kneecap. Eleven. Right. Ernest has been able to, like, disconnect the fact that it's his boss from his mind as now seeing it more as a very dangerous but very unwell animal. As more thinking about, like, okay, how do I help this but how do I not get hurt in the process? And so is now moved to a point of being a little bit aware. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Alistair, break the kneecap! <laughs> All right, you notice two things, Ernest. Um, with an 11 is almost a perfect success. Uh, you notice that there is movement in the trees. And as you begin to look around, you see here and there uh, flashes of movement as things move closer through the trees. And as they begin to emerge, you see other people moving between the trees out into the dim shadows just beyond the reach of the park lights. Uh... As you watch, they begin to move in and you can see more dripping black mouths, more blank staring eyes, more jerking, shuddering steps. You also hear breaking glass behind you back in the ranger's station. Ernest kind of creaks his head away from the handful of other things coming out of the forest and sees the uh, station Ernest takes off as sprint grabbing Alistair's like shirt around his chest and runs towards the station it's like don't look behind you don't look back don't look back Uh, Alistair's like wheeling around manages to balance himself and starts running he's like ah so you've seen them too you saw them before yep with the deer didn't want to say anything you (laughs) he's going to run into the open door pause Look at the broken glass door. Like, this doesn't work. This doesn't help. And it's just like, okay, uh, oh, okay, uh, we can uh, go to uh, one, of the, one of the cabins uh, and wait for the police because uh, this doesn't help. And it points at the broken glass door. <laughs> As Ernest is like, like putting his hands on his in his hair and like just turning around, looking every direction. Alistair is piling couches, desks, filing cabinets, anything he can find against the glass door, like the broken doors. Yeah. All right, you, you barricade yourselves. Uh, as you look around, you can't see anything new that's broken in here. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I heard a sound here. You what? Uh, I heard breaking glass sound in here. Great. And Ernest, uh, Alice... Don't, st- don't start don't barricading start. the door. Okay. Don't start barricading the door. <laughs> Opens the toolbox, and he's going to take out a screwdriver and a hammer and close it again. He's going to give you the hammer. I'm not taking the hammer. <laughs> you can you can hold both. All right. He clips the screwdriver to his belt, takes the hammer, picks up the toolbox. I'm not beating up people. Like, so you uh, you still want that job? I don't think I don't think this applies to the job exactly. The job is taking tourists for bushwalks. Welcome to Hookbar. You keep Everything saying that is part of the job here. Is this like Vietnam or something? What are you taught? This isn't a war zone. This is an island! Alistair raises his eyebrow and indicates towards the forest. Yet you have you have sick people 
with whatever type of disease that is. Hoorah! And it makes them very violent and able to move despite the fact that their, ankle, their knee was broken. Um, and everybody denies it. Everybody. Nobody else knows what's going on. No one talks about it. And yet here you are. You've only been here for, what, two hours? An hour? This is probably not a good time, but you look very insane holding your hammer and chisel right now. Oh, I'm insane. I, says, the, says the guy with the bear spray. I mean, it's a pretty plausible idea. Sure it is. Okay, you go with your hammer and your chisel and go and look around the place. I'm going to go find the generator. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. Nurse turns on his heels and storms off. <laughs> All right, right fine, but if you get, like, killed or something, don't ask for my help. All right, you're splitting up to search, so both of you make a roll for me for what you find. That's a ten. Seven. All right, those are both pretty reasonable. Uh, with a ten, Alistair, you uh, start searching for whatever made the noise. Uh, you begin looking, you search through the offices, and you don't find anything until you get to... Lester's office again and what you realize as you step inside is that everything else that you did not take has gone the things that were pinned oh. to the wall the things that were on the desk on the floor someone has gathered up the rest of the information and this window that you had previously opened is now broken too oh so presumably that window was what Ernest heard yep right uh, make another perception check for me just while you're at the window. Uh, nine. Um, hard to be sure because the wind is up a little bit, but you think you hear a car engine start somewhere in the trees. Okay. So it's definitely not my car? Definitely my not car's your car. Still there. You recognize the sound of your car. Okay, yeah. Uh, right. Now, Ernest, as you were searching, it doesn't take you very long to find some of the supply rooms. Uh, you find the main one, which has uh, spare uniforms, blankets, uh, medical kits, all of the normal everyday items. There's uh, stuff for gardening and planting, for maintaining uh, wilderness environments and that sort of stuff. There is also a locked room, which seems to contain a lot more of the slightly more dangerous equipment that a ranger station yeah. is going to have. Ernest looks at the range of equipment and a smile creeps across his face and he claps his hands together and he kicks off his shoes, puts on a pair of more industrial boots, grabs like, a, a, like just starts opening drawers and grabbing stuff out. He chucks away his, the flashlight on his keys, grabs a proper like tin tin metal one, puts it in his pocket, grabs <laughs> a, a bunch of flares and starts putting them onto like a tool belt that he's found. He starts grabbing like the different um, equipment he needs and eventually finds a, it's a bit old, but finds a Ranger issue badge. And pins it onto his lapel. And <laughs> this is like the, the the scout version of like the Iron Man suit yeah, up just montage. <laughs> he grabs like a line of rope and all this type of stuff. Grabs a water bottle, <laughs> fills up the water bottle, the sink, puts on the top. There's three different camera angles of that. Yep. Gets a second one as well. Backup one. <laughs> he um, uh, finds all the stuff. Finds a bit of gum. 
puts the gum in, chews a bit. I don't like mint. Spits out the carefully, gum. Carefully places it in the bin. Puts and then back to montage. And back into his montage stuff, grabbing his different stuff, walks out to where Alistair is and chucks him one of the water bottles. And like, cracks open his, takes a swig, looks at Alistair, is like, ah, I feel better. Great, Alistair. Sorry for being so sharp before. Alistair puts the water bottle on the desk next to him. And he's you like, gotta stay hydrated, Alistair. The stuff's gone. This is an intense situation. The stuff? The rest of the stuff that we didn't take is Oh, it's okay. Gone. I only left the I only left the, the, the bat thing. Wait, it's gone? Yeah. Like, Lester's whole office has been cleared out and that window's broken. That one we jumped through? And just peers in to the room, takes a swig of his water, puts the lid back on. Right, so someone else came in. Presumably. And broke a, gl- a cup or something? No, I, the window's broken. I assume if you, you... Didn't you say you heard glass breaking? I did. And as peers further into the room, sees the broken window. Right, so... Apparently we... they couldn't get the window open like we did. Yeah, I thought we left it open. I might be an idiot. So did um, I. There might be a weird a weird uh, a continuity area that yeah. we need to not think too much about. It's, it's all right. It's a different window. One to the right. Otherwise, the producers <laughs> in the walls will see us. Yeah, the glass was too clean. So someone, <laughs> while we were being assaulted outside, came in here, took random information that the chief thought was interesting, and ran off with it. I guess that's exactly what we did. But they also broke into my car. I mean, we have a purpose to be here. Like, this must, this can't have been one of the rangers. Yeah, but, like, who... Like, if they'd seen that the station had been raided and then they see the car outside and we were here... I don't know, man. You keep saying it's Port Staples or Hook Bar or whatever. It's... Just go with it. You're going to take another swig of his water, put it on his hip, and it's like, okay, so... Action plan. Can't really go to your car. There are people there. We don't want to interact with people. People are dangerous. I've always said that. People are dangerous, Alistair Stone. Animals, they're misunderstood. Um, it's at this point that you begin to hear the crackle of static coming from the uh, reception room. So the plan is we find Wait, hold one on, hold of on. the jeep-issued cars. Shh. Shush. I think I heard the... I think I heard the radio. As you move out to investigate, you find one of the old, chunky, uh, shortwave radio systems on the desk, the kind that's used um, by law enforcement, by ranger services to keep in touch with all the different operatives over um, kind of wilderness areas. And you can see that there is a call coming through. Alistair's going to put his various weapon selection down and uh, try to tune the radio to, like, Get the signal coming through, Cleo. Uh, roll for that with advantage because you are a bit of a tech boy. He's a bit of a tech... Well, that was a natural 12. Uh, you are intimately familiar with this kind of he knows radio exactly where to hit because it. you use it yourself to keep tabs on uh, things going on. <laughs> Ernest is pressing the red light. This is his old one that he... <laughs> no, you, you have fixed this one multiple times. Yeah. All right. The, you uh, swivel the dial through the static trying to find the right channel um, and wavering into clarity you hear a voice um you hear uh, mayday mayday watchtower burning repeat watchtower burning this is gina requesting assistance repeat ranger gina requesting assistance uh alistair's gonna instinctively pick up the the not the receiver the transmitter the mouthpiece thing the talking the bit that you're talking receiver come in chief he's gonna push down the button hello 
Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. Uh, this is Alistair Stern. I'm at the Rangers station. Alistair Stern, you, is this why Gina? are you in the station? Yes, this is Gina. Uh, there's been a bit of an incident. Um, Excuse me? Yeah. This is like holding fingers up to you, like, let me talk on it. What? No, and he turns away from you Look, a little is, bit. Is my dad there? Ah, uh, well, um, Look, he's... it's against protocol for you to be answering this anyway. It's I like know. reaching around you to try and get the receiver. <laughs> Ernest, what? I'm, I'm the park ranger. I should probably be talking on it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Hello? My name's Ernest Marsh. I'm oh, the new guy. Uh, the new guy? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Hello. I arrived today. Well, an hour ago. Your dad kind of has I'm rabies. Alistair Stern, please. Hold, okay. For one thing, this is not how you answer a mayday call. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been here for an hour. Put my father on the phone. We can't do that, Gina. Your father is... Indisposed? We accidentally broke his kneecap, but he'll be okay. I'm sorry, maybe. What? Alistair, there's ways of presenting information. Sorry. Your sorry. father is unwell and he was violent. He attacked us. There is something wrong with him and he assaulted us when I was coming here to just to see him because he gave me a call saying, Hey, uh, Alistair, uh, no, Alistair, right, I'm just, you need to come in and you just, you do, <laughs> Alistair takes the receiver from you and is like, Don't take the receiver out. I'm the park ranger. He's had a big day. Yeah, I can tell. I'm having a big day. Look, whatever is going on, I need you to make sure that my dad is safe, but I need you to... Uh, I'm trying to get onto the police, but my signal seems to the, be the too The police weak. are on their way. I called them. They're well, on their great. way here now. I need someone to get to Blue Gull Wreck as soon as possible. I need help. The Blue Gull Wreck, did you say? Yes, Blue Gull Wreck. Yep, I'm okay. I'm on the observation deck, and I need assistance. I'm... Uh, Trapped. I need help okay. to get out of here and as quickly as possible, especially if something is going on there. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, he's like, we'll do is our... like calling over Alice's shoulder. Is like, is there a fire? Why is there a watchtower Shush, burning? Ernest, be quiet. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. Well, the police should be here any second. So, uh, assuming we can leave, we'll come to you as quickly as we can. I know Bernie's coming. Okay. Here's what I need you to do. Yeah. If you can. Try and put the call out through the police or through whoever. Try and get as many of the rangers online as possible. Try and reach out. We're looking for Brett. Okay. Brett, yep. And Sherman, but try to get to Brett. Alice is like writing on a piece of paper. Alice is like tapping. If like, you can get through, down. if you can get through, tell him Gina says Watchtower Burning. Gina says Watchtower watch burning. burning. Okay. As fast as you can. As fast as you can. Okay. Uh, yep, we'll do. Right. Gina. As uh, the radio disappears into static, you can hear the distant wail of sirens. Hello, Gina, hello. Oh, I've lost the signal. It's against protocol for me to not answer it, Alistair. What, what about your first two hours on this job follows protocol? Nothing, but that's why you need to conform to protocol when it becomes available to you. Right. Otherwise, everything just have, turns into madness. You're going to have fun here. That's an inappropriate time to say that, Alistair. We've been th a lot's happened tonight. I'm trying to stay calm. I think calm. Bernie's here. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> right. Alistair leads the way. He, like, he throws like, you the receiver, and you have to try and catch it. All right, um, Alistair, you start debarricading the door, <laughs> uh, kicking things out of the way, and as you emerge out into... We've got to warn them. ...the car park again, you can see a big... Uh, police SUV, a big forward drive um, 
pull up. Its lights are flashing. It has been using the the siren, but it turns it off. Um, and as you wave your arm and start moving out, still uh, with the hammer in my right hand, still with your hammer in the right hand, uh, you see the the driver's side door open and a figure step out. As he steps into the light from the headlights, you can see Officer Bernie Todd. Uh, who is a fairly tall, gangly man in his mid to late uh, 20s. He has kind of milk jug ears, um, freckles and kind of curly hair that's swept back. He's wearing a normal police uniform uh, with the shirt tucked in and kind of a police vest, a tactical vest on. He seems to be uh, drinking from a large takeaway coffee cup. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bernie! Bernie! Hello, Alistair. I'm here. Hi. Hi, Bernie. Thank you. Thank you. Whoa, okay. Ali, Ali, uh, you seem a little bit stressed. Yes, a little bit. very stressed. Okay. I need you to tell me what's happened, but first... Okay, okay. First, so, we got Ali, here. I had to... just take a breath try- uh, so you can speak clearly. <sighs> just try and take a breath. Yep, that's just it. In and out, Ali. <laughs> okay. I've missed this conversation. Just in and out. Just breathe with me. Yeah, okay, great. So, um, Chief Ranger Lester... This is a few metres back doing it as well. (laughs) Chief Ranger, you know Lester, right? Lester, uh, he hired... uh, This is Ernest Marsh. He hired him. I had to pick him up from the docks. We came here and uh, the station had been broken into and we saw the chief and and at this point he realises, oh, the chief. And I'm going to roll perception to see if I can see. Actually, I'm... Uh, yeah, roll to, 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 to see. Okay. I rolled a seven. As you look around, uh, you can see that there's still foam on the ground and the discarded uh, fire extinguisher, but there is no chief. And okay. as you look around, you can't see any sign of anyone else. As this happens, though, the other side of the car door opens and slams at the word uh, break-in, I believe it was, or robbery. Uh, and a smaller figure steps into the headlights. Uh, he is stocky but well built with uh, black jeans black boots uh, black bomber like leather black bomber jacket and sunglasses aviator sunglasses at night like oiled hair slicked back incredibly slicked back hair so (laughs) officer Randy stands there for a second he said and he says did I hear robbery break in don't worry officer Randy's on the scene I've got eyes on the perp Bernie get down and uh, (laughs) Randy points at Ernest, and then sprints towards him past Alistair and Bernie. He's like, you're not going to get away! So and anyway, as we were saying, so there was a break yeah! in, and he tackles Ernest to the ground and starts pulling out handcuffs. And he's like, don't worry, you you mess with you mess with our local population, you mess with our ranger station, you break that car window that I've definitely noticed somehow. Oh, you're going down, you're going down, boy, this is what happens, this is what happens. Tourists, they come here, they ruin the economy. And they kill people. Probably. Right. You can't prove otherwise. <laughs> you can't prove it. You can't. Huh? You have an alibi? No, you were here. You did it. I, I saw you. I saw you. I can, I can prove it. Don't even think about going to your lawyer. Randy's going to get you. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Bernie has not battered an eyelid. It's like, Alistair, just breathe in. The chief, he was Hold. right there. Where is he? He breathe was right out. there. He, the chief he should be here he, somewhere. No, he, I would uh, we agree. saw him. He went mad. He tried to attack us. He, yep. he breathing in. And yeah, breathing yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me uh, get this straight. He was sick or something. You were picking up this young man yes. who <laughs> oh, needed no, to be Randy. here. 
Uh, Randy. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. No, it's okay. Don't worry. I don't don't I worry. Did, I got it. I, I got it. Yeah, I didn't do shut anything. up. I don't. Be quiet, sunshine. Okay. Uh, Randy, I don't think <laughs> we need to handcuff case. him. You're right. We should detain him as well. All uh, right. He's going to start dragging you towards the... No, I don't want to go. This is my no, first Randy, day. Randy, no. It's and Alistair walks day. over. Randy, what? What do you want? Sunshine, Stern, is that you? <laughs> I can't see very well. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark in here. No, he's with me. This is... Uh, he, he's what? He, he was with you. So you can make a statement. Bernie, Ber- <laughs> Bernie can you tell him... It, Ra- R- Randy hasn't had a lot to do. What do you want? Um, Randy? Yeah. Can you check to see if we have any muesli <laughs> bars in the glove box? You're right. I should. These guys look hungry. I should inspect the crime scene. And he's going to <laughs> sprint towards the broken, like sprinting up, vault over like the last of the barricades that Alistair hadn't moved out of the way, pull out his notebook and start taking notes. He's like, all right, yeah. Uh, uh, window, of course. Bloodstain. Mm. Not rabbit. Human? Uh, maybe. Bear attack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bernie watches him go. And Do we have bears? Sips on his coffee. Yeah, I guess that's close enough to what I said. Um, right. <laughs> starts unlocking Just starts, Ernest's handcuffs. Yeah, starts unlocking Ernest's handcuffs. Uh, sorry about that, son. It's so, my first day. <laughs> to get this straight, uh, you were picking up this young man. Sorry, I didn't yeah. think I got your name. No, just Marsh. Ernest, Ernest Marsh. Marsh. Ernest, I'm uh, Officer Bernie Todd. It's very nice to meet you. Hi, Bernie. Uh, so you came here and you yeah. were supposed to meet Chief Ranger Lester. Yeah, well, we didn't come straight here. We kind of hit a deer on the way. Um, but Oh, okay. Then uh, we came here. Alistair, there is a time for information. And then and all right, well, a time we'll, to avoid will, sounding insane. Please. We will hold the deer story for a moment. Um, yeah. You boys both seem very distressed. Firstly, do you need some water? I have water. I can right. assure you no, that you are I'm very fine. safe. I'm uh, fine. Listen, you need to you need to get onto Gina. She's at the you know the blue. Oh, I know Gina. Yeah. Yes, I know. You know the blue gull wreck. I don't think I've seen the her. Blue, Bernie, listen to Sorry, me, please. Yes. <laughs> Ernest has leant up and is like drinking from his water and like turns to Bernie as Alice is trying to talk. Wiping it's the like, tears from his eyes. Like, I don't think Alice drinks water. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> Alice definitely didn't hear you. He's like, yeah, okay. <sighs> Sorry. It, it, it's all right. Just play this okay. out. Let it let it flow freely, so, and while, I will do. While the rest. we were in the station, we went we went back in there because the chief attacked us in there, so we ran out, and then he attacked us again, so we ran back in again. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, shotgun, interesting. Randy is like dusting the shotgun damage for fingerprints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, while we were in there, we heard a distress signal from Gina. At the Blue Gull wreck, she said she needed immediate assistance, uh, us and police and anyone who can get down there. And she said to find Brett, to contact uh, a Brett. I think he's one of the rangers, maybe. Mm, yep, I believe Brett is one of the rangers. I'm yeah. pretty sure I have bingo with him on Thursday yeah, nights. Yeah, look, I, Although he hasn't I been really for a while. I really think we need to... Alistair, so just to revisit that part where you said, I believe you said I kneecapped a man in the car park. Did I say that? Well, I think somebody said that. I heard that. Um, you said that the chief assaulted you. Yes. Now, uh, the police are supposed to be very uh, unbiased, uh, but that doesn't sound like uh, I know. I, I I know. He used to coach my peewee soccer team. He used, he used to teach me as well. I, I knew him pretty well. I was not good at soccer. <laughs> Ernest swigs and speaks like darkly to himself. They're always the ones. <laughs> I, I, Bernie, I know, I, I know, I know the chief pretty well. He, he, he 
taught me when I was in high school and I've, I've been doing jobs for him for a couple of years now. I know. I know this sounds crazy, but he was very uh, unwell. I, I don't know what was wrong with him, but he tried to attack us and I swear I was just trying to defend myself and Ernest because... All right, Al- Alistair, Alistair, he, yeah. he kind of takes you by the shoulder and shakes you a little to get your focus. He says, I believe you. Okay. I don't know what's going on right now, but for the moment, things are under control. It sounds like Gina needs help. Yes, she said she's trapped. Needs We need to get in touch with Brett. Yes. Can you just wait here for half a second while I radio this in, and then we will decide what to do next. Does that sound good? <sighs> yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, he steps away and reaches into the car to get the uh, the radio. Alice is going to walk back over towards his car and do another roll to see if he can figure out where the chief's gone. Okay. That's an eight. It's a low success. Um, you can see little smudges and drips of this black ichor leading out into the darkness. Uh, looks like it's in the direction of the mountain rather than um, the range station, though. Okay, so it most likely... Has left. Got moved or left or something. Moved or left either way. Ernest is going okay. to walk up to you and stand very close to you and kind of whisper. Now I know that... And he's going to run his hands through his hair a bit. As like, judging from the things you've said, this is a prime opportunity for you to, you know, express the fact that crazy stuff has happened. But for the moment... Can we only just communicate the stuff that doesn't make us sound insane? Like, I believe you. I saw the same stuff as you. But if we don't, if if we sound insane, we're going to be pulled in here because the chief is missing. Because he's not here. And we're not going to be able to do anything for Gina or anything like that if they think we're insane. I'm not saying we lie to the police. I'm just saying... Let's try not to make them be against us here. Alistair's looking out uh, into the forest as you're saying this, and he kind of looks at you and then looks at the ground, and he goes, this is, this is the first time someone else has seen this stuff too. This... No, but you're right. It's the same you're for right. me, Alistair, but take this from someone with experience, people will latch on to specific things they're comfortable with and will ignore the rest and we want and we want to avoid oh, I know. that. Try- I know, I know. We want to avoid that. You're right. You're right. Ernst okay. is going okay. to grab his bag out of the back of your car and sling it over his shoulder. Alright, let's go find Gina, I guess. Alright, Bernie is getting off um, the radio wave set and he comes back to you and goes, okay, uh, here is the plan. We've put the call out uh, to be trying to reach Brett, wherever he is. Gina is at Blue Girl Wreck. Now- She um she mentioned a Sherman as well. Oh, yeah, Sherman would be her brother, yeah. Right, apparently yep. she wanted us to contact him as well, apparently. Well, I will, I guess, add that in. But um, for the moment, it sounds like she needs immediate help. Um, um, I'm going to go check that out because we are basically the first responders tonight. All right, let's uh, go. Well, oh, okay. Well, hold on. Um, 
Randy is going to lock down uh, this as a crime scene because definitely, if nothing else, there has definitely been some some vandalism. And Randy is uh, he's got that, like police tape, and he's attached it to some part of the building, and he's just sprinting around the whole building, just wrapping it in police tape. <laughs> Don't worry, Randy, I got it all under control. Yep, that's a good job, Randy. It looks like you've got everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Ber- Bernie, isn't it? Um, Officer uh, Bernie. Officer Bernie, yes. Uh, just a question. What's going on with the Rangers? I know the chief was technically here, but there's always supposed to be uh, a proper park ranger, not the chief, a proper park ranger in the building at all times. That's protocol. Something major has to be going on. She keep mentioning a watchtower burning. Like, is there a fire? Like, have they been called away for a fire or something? Um, I haven't heard anything about any fires. If there is one, nothing is being called in. Look, uh, the police help the rangers out a lot. The rangers help out the police. Uh, I don't know what their protocol is. It's not really my business to know. Um, look, here's what's going to happen. We, I need to get on the road. I'm going to head down to Blue Gull and uh, see if I can find Gina. Bernie is going to lock down what's here and the other officers are going to come and start looking for uh, Lester, I guess. You guys are going to have to give a statement. Um, he's kind of looking at Randy, who is now like maybe we trying can... to pick up pieces of glass and put them into evidence Ow. bags. That's one. Maybe yeah. that's two. <laughs> maybe you'd better come with me. Um, well, I mean, look, I... I think it might, might be better if you just come with me. Um, well, I mean, I am acting the, the apparently the only acting ranger here, and this is oh. ranger business. So, Genus, yeah, yeah, badge. Gina seemed to say he like absentmindedly badge, also badge. gestures to Ernest Badge. Gina also seemed to say the more people, the better. I think she kind of wanted as many people to get down there as possible. So, all right, um, okay. Well, well, let's pile on in. Hey, uh, Randy. Yep. Uh, What's up, Bernie? I just need you to pin down the he fort here. sprinting all the way over and stands right in front of Bernie. Look, Na- Nancy will be here soon, yep. uh, and she'll help you start looking for Nancy, Lester. We might try Look and get Na- a... Nesta. Lester? Nesta. That's from Tintin. We're going to try and get a... Uh... Look, just you just stay here, all right? Um, you you can radio me if there's any issues, but you just hold down the fort, uh, collect some more evidence. Uh, Randy at the word radio, pulls his radio from, like, the, the clip where it was inside his jacket, twirls it like a revolver perfectly, catches it, then drops it, picks it up, and then, like, points it, and, like, with the antenna, like, wobbling, he's like, you got it. Great. Thanks, partner. Um, you know, oh, partner. Oh, I like that. That's, that's And he's walking away. He's like, that sounds official. That's got, like, a, like a partner. Like, oh, like it's a crime. <laughs> he comes on the radio. I like it. I like it. Randy out. All right. Uh, Bye. <laughs> he then runs away back to the station again. Bernie piles you in. I think you guys would be in the back seat while Bernie is in the front seat. He yeah. um, sets the lights spinning and turns out of the uh, driveway and begins heading back down the road. As he does so, he uh, absentmindedly comments, uh, Alistair, it looks like your uh, back window is broken. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I noticed. That is dangerous. You shouldn't be driving with that. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, I think. I think maybe the chief did that. Right. Or someone. This is one of those nights, huh? Sure is. Okay. Um, look. You ever read? Any of you ever read Outsider? Sorry. Any of you ever read The Outsider? No. Um, it's it's very similar to this. It's by Stephen King. 
great. I listened to the audiobook. If I just give you this clipboard... You should listen to it. ...with um, the anyway, forms sorry. to fill out, maybe you guys could write down your statements while I'm driving. Okay, uh, Alistair... That would save me time. Alistair takes it from it and takes it from him and gives it to Ernest. It's like, you can start... Uh, I need a pen. Alistair produces one from somewhere in uh, some thank pocket. You. Thank you, yes. Right. Uh, and as he is, like, looking out the window, um, and Ernest, you... Looking at him, he looks quite shaken, obviously, but he almost has, like, an air of excitement or, like... It's like, you, if it wasn't for the fact that he's clearly not, you could almost swear that he was, like, smiling with, like, almost like an exhilaration of... Clearly he's upset, but also this is really quite exciting mm-hmm. in in kind of a very scary way. In a morbid fascination. In a morbid way. way. <laughs> All right. As you are driving along... Uh, you are barreling down what is now a dirt track uh, that is leading you around the base of the mountain. You are heading out to the left-hand side of the island, away from town. Uh, there are a few houses here and there, but not a lot. Uh, as you are rushing through the deep forest, uh, the headlights illuminating the trees, uh, you can hear the music is turned down low. Uh, Bernie is kind of humming to himself. Uh, as he occasionally responds to the radio crackling with updates of um, the other police deploying and a ambulance being dispatched up to the range station. Copyrighted noises. I don't think you could copyright me on that. Probably. Uh, what are the two of you doing? While you are in the car, Ernest is going to pull his bag up from the ground and set it on his lap, and he's going to unzip it and have a little look at the things inside it. Ernest, uh, oh my goodness, oh, you can do it. So, uh, so similar. The which one do I play again? Alistair. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Who am I in this life? Uh, Alistair kind of finishes the statement and you know signs it and pops it on the passenger seat in front of them and then peers into the bag as well. Look at this graph! <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what do I find? Alright, roll to see uh, the quality of information that you found. A natural 12! Alright, uh, you seem to have found most of the relevant stuff. As you're sorting through here, uh, this is going to take some investigation, uh, but you find, among other things, a list of names of missing people, a list of locations, um, a list of related newspaper articles and incidents and a repeated phrase, watchtower burning. Um, you find a couple of locations that stick out at you. One is Blue Gull Wreck, another is Hon Caves. Uh, there are names of places in town, names of other islands. Uh, whatever Lester was doing, he seemed to be trying to track the movement of these missing persons, trying to find a pattern. So, and Alistair's kind of talking low now so that Bernie can't hear over his own humming. So, I mean, it's up to you, but I think maybe we keep quiet about this, given, you know, kind of going along with what you were saying before, at least for now. That's not really seeing me in a great place with the other park rangers. I know, but... I 
would like to get actually hired. Uh, yeah, I th- yeah. I, I think okay. we just just for now until we figure out what's going on. We keep this under our belts, yeah. Well, whatever this watchtower burning business is, he holds out one of the pieces which has the term underlined a few times. Like, well, there's not a watchtower burning, so this is some this has some type of meaning to it. This is the Rangers have heaps of terms for different events for different things that are going on a bushfire a flood uh teenagers all that type of stuff there is different terminology different slangs every station has its own you sure it doesn't just mean like a watchtower like it's kind of cryptic do do rangers have watchtowers i mean you might yeah yep is that a thing yeah that's a that's a thing in large reserves we have watchtowers for like fires and stuff Yep, fire watchtowers. Okay. They have multiple meanings. They're different outposts. They're sometimes used by different people, but yeah. So it could be a location, I suppose. It could be a specific name for a watchtower. Yeah. Or a watchtower that's significant to the rest of this. Any gestures at the bag. Right. The bat. Yeah, right, because it's going to be the bat. Uh, You hear Bernie go, all right, we're getting close. As you round a corner, you emerge from the dense trees uh, and into more of a coastal lull in the ground. And what you can see now, Alistair, you have seen this site before, but this is completely new to you, Ernest. What you can see is a rocky inlet, um, a place where when the tide comes in, the water expands up into this, this sort of almost like a floodplain. And sitting, listing to one side, run aground in this inlet is a massive freighter. Even from here, you can see that it is uh, heavily rusted and disused. You can see that there is pieces of metal um, and hull plating that have come loose and are lodged in the rocks around it. You can also see from here... Uh, as the tide laps at the very back of the boat, you can see a light in the bridge at the very top. As Bernie pulls off the road uh, as close as he can to the freighter itself uh, and steps out, he rummages around in the back and pulls out a very industrial, high-powered uh, like spotlight flashlight and as he um, points it down into a little rocky trail that leads out towards where this ship has run aground you can see the faded peeling paint that says blue gull on the side of the ship but he says all right um i'm gonna go investigate i need you guys to stay here i'm gonna have my radio on me you can call me from the one in the truck uh, Bernie, uh, the truck has a I higher range, so if anyone calls in, you need to relay here. to me. What? Well, if we're here, Gina said she needs backup. We're going to come with you. I am the backup in this situation, and no, I can see that there is a light up there. He starts together, like, flashing the torch are the backup. on and off. Uh, well, you might think that, but you would be wrong because you were not, I guess. Oh, well. He looks at <laughs> Ernest. Gestures at his patch. Ah. Uh, Oh, this gets messy. I don't really remember what the manual says. Bernie, park put it this way. I'm a park One ranger. person is in danger. It's me. I'm One a park more ranger. person. Thank you, Ernest. One more person going in danger. Okay. Three more people together as a group. Stronger. Also, I'm a park and ranger. And Alistair starts walking and, down. And he's I town don't. security. 
I don't this, like this your logic. Town security? Well, technically, uh, he's already going. I mean, I don't... He kind of looks back at the car that's now empty. Oh, I don't really want to leave one of you with the car. So are you coming? All right. He starts heading down the trail after you as you descend into the rocky shore towards Blue Gull Wreck. The tide rises. It creeps over stone and pebble, cold and deep. It eats at the shore. The tide rises, bringing shadow and chill to the deep woods. The pines rustle and quake at what is to come. The tide rises, infesting the dreams of the sleepers as dark things creep in the shadows and slip through the water. Welcome to the archipelago of Hookbar. Join our young investigators. Ernest Marsh, former Boy Scout and newly commissioned park ranger. Uh, is that good? Is that, is that everything? And Alistair Stern. How, do you, how did you know my name? No, get, get that thing. I, I will key your car. Get that out of my face. As they unravel twisted mysteries and seek the supernatural. Behold, the city of the gnomes. And here, Schmal Schmarks, founder of Schmommunism. Silently moving through the water beside you is a wall of flesh. Giant, eyeless, pale. It stretches on forever. Yeah, that's a big fish. I wonder if you could dynamite a sucker that big. Hello, Winston Wither, local kook, and I believe on a spiritual level the Chutney needs to have big bits on. Why are you going? Wait, Excuse me. I need to interview the. Why, why Wait are you going? Your turn, sunshine. Beware, mother. She'll stop at nothing. Find the child before she. Protect the child. Randy's gonna get ya. The time has come. Mother will drown the world, and we will be the new beginning. Children of the tide, the time has come. Hey, Ernest, you ever think maybe this was a bad idea? Getting involved with this? Oh, yeah, a little bit, but I mean, we're handling it pretty well. 